0: You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tartola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums, And today's word is entitled, This Gospel. What does the word gospel mean? It simply means the good news of salvation. But who is this good news about? And why is it good news? You see, the bad news was that the wages of sin is death. When man sinned against Yahweh, justice says death, but mercy said no. And the grace of the Most High had appeared unto us through Yehoshua HaMashiach, his son. We know that Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of Yahweh's eternal life through Yahushua HaMashiach, his Son. Hence, the word today is this gospel, the good news of salvation. Let us pray, Heavenly Father, as we go to your word today. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls in no other name but your Son with thanksgiving. Amen. Let's go back to the book of Revelation. I'm going to be spending some time with Revelation. And the funny thing about Revelation, my listeners, is that people are preaching, pastors are preaching, pastors who should have a better understanding of the scripture. They're saying that Revelation, the book of Revelation, is a closed book. But how can the book of Revelation be closed when the very name Revelation means to reveal? Something is very wrong and very out of place, and somebody needs to go back and research the book of Revelation. For I'm thankful that Yahweh has given us this revelation. Let me read it in Revelation chapter 1, and you will understand what I'm talking about. Revelation chapter 1. This is what the scripture is saying here, and it's supposed to be a book that is secretive, that is closed from you and me. And hear the word of the Most High. Revelation 1 verse 1 and 2 The revelation of Yehoshua HaMashiach, which Yahweh gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of Yahweh and of the testimony of Yehoshua HaMashiach and of all things that he saw. So how could it be a secret? How could the book be closed when it is the revelation of somebody, when something is being revealed? There you have it. I love the book of Revelation. Let's move on with the topic at hand. Revelation 14, verse 6 and 7. I'm spending some time in this particular chapter and these two verses. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel, to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fair Yahweh, and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. Friends, pay keen attention. Now understand here that these were not literal angels, the three angels in Revelation 14, 6-12. They are not literal angels. But what we are understanding here Is that the messengers who are preaching the gospel, the human agencies, myself and the the other preachers and the evangelists who are proclaiming the gospel are regarded as angels. Because we are ministers presenting the gospel to the world. But John the Revelator was shown that there were angels flying. Each of these three angels, therefore, symbolizes those who are commissioned to make known to their fellow human being, their fellow men, the special truths which constitute the burden of these messages. Because, you see, literal angels are intensely interested in the work of grace among men. Being sent forth to minister to those who shall be heirs of salvation, they are collaborators with us. As an indication of the approach of the end, there was, however, to be seen another angel that is flying through the middle of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Now, the burden of this angel was to be the same gospel which had been before proclaimed, hear me carefully, but connected with it was the additional motive of the proximity of the kingdom, saying with a loud voice, Fare Yahweh and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. You see, not just the mere preaching of the gospel is what is being referred here, but the addition of the fact that the proximity of the coming of the Most High was given that the hour of his judgment is come made this the everlasting gospel that the three angels were here preaching. Friends, we are now at the close of that last day concerning which the apostle says, hereby we know that it is the last time. We are just at the evening of that day We are at the last hour of that day, and it is very nigh, very nigh, even at the door. My dear hearers and listeners out there, I beseech you to consider that it is near at hand at the very door, according to all who have studied this matter and have sought the teaching of Yahweh, that they are all of one mind, that the reign of Yahushua is at hand friends, we are standing at the very threshold of the eternal world. Yahweh's last message of mercy is now going to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. The final scenes in the great plan of salvation are even now being enacted in the sanctuary above. Think of it. The hour of Yahweh's judgment is come. John 3.16 says, For Yahweh so loved the world, that he gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. You, you may be broke, busted, and disgusted of this life. You may be uneducated, you may be in prison, you may be you may be on death row. It doesn't matter what you are or what your situation is, the gospel is being preached into all the world, unto all nations. For a witness, then the end shall come. But it says for a witness. It means that you do not have to accept the message. Your friend do not have to accept the gospel. Nor your mother, nor your father, nor your family members. It is only for a witness. Because you see, whatever opportunity that you have to hear the gospel, once you refuse to hear it, you will give account for it. You have given an answer or made a decision to refuse the gospel. Paul says here in First Corinthians fifteen three to 6 For what I received I passed on to you, as of the first importance, that Yahushua died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, and then to the twelve, and after that... He appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and the sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. This scripture has some of the sentiments of the gospel. That though the wages of sin is death, yet still Yahweh sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The sentiments of the gospel is in this particular scripture that I just read. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3 to 6. Yahushua died, but he didn't stay in the grave. He stayed in there for three days, and he was risen on the third day. He was not only risen on the third day, but he was seen of 500 people. Many people saw him. The gospel is not a lie. It's not a made-up fable. It's not a fanciful story. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 14 says, For the grace of Yahweh that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach, who gave himself for us, That he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify us unto himself, a peculiar people, zealous unto good works. Isn't this good news? For the grace of Yahweh that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men. Jehoshua, his son, is the grace of Yahweh that brought salvation unto all men. And that is why the gospel is being preached into all the world. And here is where we get the scripture, Revelation 14 and verse 6, when John the Revelator said, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth. Brothers and sisters, I urge you, I urge you to obey the gospel. For Yahushua came, he is the propitiation for our sins. And the scripture says that to which Yahweh was in Christ was in Yahushua." Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing our sins and our trespasses, but have given us the word of reconciliation. Yahushua came to reconcile us unto his father. Would you say amen out there? And that is why I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Paul said for I am not ashamed of the gospel in Romans 1:16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of Yahweh That bringeth salvation to everyone who believe First to the Jew then to the Gentile Would you say amen out there for we are spiritual Israelites We are spiritual Jews We are not of the house of Israel We are by virtue of adoption being grafted into That very tree, that very olive tree. Then Colossians 1.23 says, If you continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is on the heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. You see, if we continue in this Faith, grounded and settled, and not moved away from the hope of the gospel. The gospel brings hope. The gospel is good news of salvation. And this is why I'm here preaching the gospel because it brings hope. And there are many people out there who are living in a world without hope, a world in darkness, a world destined for destruction. For Yahweh is going to destroy this earth, and this earth will be hell. People don't believe in hell? Well, I hope and I pray that before this earth goes up in flames that the gospel of our crucified Savior who is risen and is in heaven interceding for you and for me, I pray that you will make this gospel your hope and your stay. And that is why Paul says that if in this life only we have hope in Jehoshua, we are of all men most miserable. I am so thankful that Jehoshua not only came to earth, but, and that he not only died. Because you see, if he had come to earth only and just died on the cross and was buried, then we would be all miserable and hopeless human beings. But the thing that made the difference is that Jehoshua was risen on the third day, and he ascended to heaven. Where he's seated on the right hand of majesty interceding for you and for me. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter how they treat you. No matter what clothes you wear or how much money you have in the bank or if you don't have any money. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of Yahweh is eternal life through your Yahashua HaMashiach, his son. The song says, we have this hope that burns within our hearts. Hope in the coming of the Master. We have this faith that Jehoshua imparts. Faith in the promise of his work. We believe the time is here when the nations far and near shall awake and shout and sing. Alleluia, Yahushua is king. We have this hope that burns within our hearts. Hope in the coming of the Master. Would you say amen? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this word, this gospel which shall be preached into all the world unto all nations for a witness. Then the end shall come. Help us to obey the gospel. Let those who hear your word accept the gospel because this is the only means by which we shall be saved, believing in the gospel, believing in you, Yahushua, who died for us and who will come and save us from this sin-sick world. We thank you for touching hearts, changing lives, and saving souls in your Son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at VI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 If you desire Bible studies or prayer please contact us Yahweh bless you